following program is rated M-A-L. It contains strong language and is intended only for mature audiences. This week on the 5-Minute Warning. I have a mortgage to pay. I have your car payment to pay. I have insurance to pay. I have life insurance to pay. I have taxes to pay. I have to have you gnawing at my ear all day. All those things. So that cost me $100 an hour cash plus my fucking soul. to a new episode of five minute warning once again is your man your mellow ruben in the house and of course hey i got i got the dudes here i got ag on the ones and twos what's happening y'all how you doing i got i got mo b flat man he's got a whole bunch of things going on with the georgia the raiders i mean he how brought, you feel he about need, the oakland a's put the, oh yeah i was gonna say you about to put the oakland a's up there too right <laughs> no nah, man not at all and i'm only wearing this hat to teach a lesson and it had nothing to do with y'all um for years now this terrorist that i live with wow he started like, constantly steals my hats she don't ask she don't say nothing i just see her walk in the room and i'm like bro when you get that hat and i'm like oh wait a minute, that's wait a minute hold up. you live with a, you will live with a house full of women you said bro <laughs> I mean, look, like, bro, where'd you get my hat? And, like, and she'd be like, oh, can I wear it? You've been wearing it all day. Don't ask me now. So this is actually her hat. And I just I just took it and, and wore it today. And it was halfway th- Like, my wife had to point out to her that I was wearing her hat. She didn't even notice. Wow. And then she was like, give me my hat back so I can put it back in my room and hang it up. Nah, bro. This hat mine right <laughs> no, now. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> see, see, you use the term "bruh" to let her know this is a problem. Because I mean, you're right, Ag. The terrorists that he lives with are, are are women. However, sometimes you need to get somebody's attention, and that's how you get their attention. Understood. Am I wrong, Moby? I mean, look, I just, I was walking up here to do the show, and she was like, "Can I have my hat back so I can hang it up in my room?" What do you need to hang up in your room for? <laughs> <laughs> Did you put your hats back? No. Oh, that's man. That My joint, hats end up in her room. That joint needs to be on the floor somewhere. Chill it. Uh, she lucky she ever see this hat again. Because <laughs> <laughs> because they're terrorists. <laughs> man, I'm not gonna um, fall back on that stance. You know what I'm saying? That's. I said what I said. They tear. <laughs> I like when he says they're insurgents. That's hilarious too. <laughs> I mean, which are they? Are they insurgents or the terrorists? Or it depends on the day. Two things can be true at once, sir. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got these people watching the show like, what the hell is he talking about? So funny. 
<laughs> Talking about kids. So if they like got kids, know. they understand. The description fits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. That's hilarious. That's hilarious. Ah, right, man. How y'all been, man? What's going on? How was the week? How you doing, AG? We missed you last week. You feeling better? Yes, sir. Good. Y- y'all good. are snitches, man. Y'all are snitching. Oh, my God. I was in tears, bro. Who's I was snitching? in tears. The show last week. He was talking about the show when oh. when you kept advocating for kids to not snitch. <laughs> I mean, it, it depends on the subject matter, man. That's all I'm saying. But I do have yeah. a little bit of something. Though. I have a little bit of something. Okay. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna tell you my age without telling you my age. I I wish that the basketball players in the NBA, thank you W Brown eighty one. Um, I wish the basketball players in the NBA would wear shoes that match their uniform. Why would we do that? We trying to stand out. We're not trying to stand together. That's why I'm an old man. Because <laughs> Lauren and I were watching the we've been watching all the playoffs, right? And I was like, do these dudes wear shoes that are like team colors anymore? Bro, they're trying to stunt, man. They're trying to stunt. I, I'm and you know, I, I kind of feel you on that too, AG, because like it's just hard for me not to match. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm so programmed to just try to match. And these dudes do it on purpose. Because that's yeah, what I said. It, it, but the thing is, it's like, yo, I get it if you don't want to wear, like, the primary team colors. Because, you know, every NBA team has, like, a secondary team color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, a color that's maybe on one sliver of the uniform or something. But, nah, these dudes be out here in Milwaukee Bucks jerseys with that forest green and highlighter yellow shoes on. Yeah. I'm just like, bro, like... Like, I remember my brother was at Miami, you know, University of Miami colors, and everybody on the team out there in highlighter yellow shoes. And I'm like, bro, that's not any part of y'all's colors. Like, I get individuality, but, like, you look like you playing for another team. Truth. Because, <laughs> I mean, I thought it was kind I of mean, an anomaly a couple of years ago. Jordan Poole had the pink shoes, but I didn't see much of anything else. But now it's oh, the they thing, got the, They got the Rick and Morty um, Lamellos now where the shoes are mismatched they come mismatched one's like this lime green and one's like this purple i might be saying that wrong because there's a player on my team that has them i'm just like bro did you get two different did you get two of the same pair of shoes in different color and then i had to you know that's i was telling my age it's like no they come like this and i was like oh okay i thought you was pulling the bell bib to vote you know what i'm saying just just wearing two different color shoes that girl's poison man when you said bell bib to vote you you old too I mean, look, I ain't got no problem. Look, I'm cool with being old. I, I, I have no qualms about saying that I'm old. I hope everybody else get there one day. True. <laughs> True. Live long that. enough, as my dad says. Live long enough, you get there. I mean, I tell my was, daughter that was, too because she's like, "You're old," and I'm like, "Yeah," and hopefully, I'm hoping one day you get to be that too. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she looks at you funny, probably like what. I mean, I get it. You know, when when you are preteen, the idea of thirty seems ancient. Not alone like forty, like forty, like bro, you, that's so far away from me. And now I'm looking, I'm like, yo, sixty really ain't that far away. Nope. I mean, nah. Pretty much, you know. After you get to forty, man, everything's whatever. In my opinion, I mean, I can't speak for no. No, sir, else, it's it's not. Okay, cool. I mean, because then you start thinking about things that, like, you start thinking about different things. Nothing is whatever in this life, sir. I mean, look, I just figured you're old when, like, some of your favorite songs, 
you see posted as the 25th anniversary of when that song came out to me i'm just like oh yeah it hit me i'm old now i, I had one of my favorite songs turn 40 exactly you know what i'm saying and like and, and it don't feel like it was that long to you nah because you're stuck in the moment i remember the first day i heard it like it was yesterday but the song is like 40 years old i was like wow i mean you play some two, 2002 hip-hop and i'm thinking i'm acting like that happened yesterday nope ah, that's 20 that's 20 years ago i'm just saying when you get that email talking about your 30th class class reunion that's when you already know now the fact that y'all still have class reunions that makes y'all old because we my class <laughs> oh, ain't wow. never had their class reunion <laughs> like what what the hell is a class reunion hey, look. <laughs> Since we're we got we got facebook and, and instagram we got we social media reunions now that's it so look since we're having contests about what's old you're not old until you until you have a a legit aarp um application to fill out I got mine man. last year, man. You trying and to get, get like, you trying to get that deal? <laughs> I looked at that joint, man. And I was like, "Are you giving me his luggage? Shit, I got luggage. You got to come harder than that." Yeah, like Moco Cowboy, 20th anniversary of Lincoln Park, Meteora. Yep, you right. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yo, I didn't. <laughs> wow. Yeah, because I mean, they came out of kind of the turn of the century. Was their was their time? Yeah. yeah. And it's 2023 right. now. So yeah, Chester, that's what's without up. Chester, right? Because I remember, yeah, because I remember when um they did that 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 uh that single with Jay Z, and I was like, yep. that's age eons ago. Yeah, but it doesn't feel that way because I remember when I first heard it. So that's when Jay Z didn't really have hair. Huh? Now he got dreads. Yes, he does. Things change and all whatever that shit's going on. But hey, you know, teach them, you know. So before we get into the, the topic of the week. I, I know Mo B saw it. AG, I don't know how much boxing you watch, but did you ever get a chance to watch Sports Center to maybe see the the shot hurt around the dude's abdomen? <laughs> you talking about the fight that happened last night? Yeah. Yeah. I heard about it, but being that I didn't see it and I'm not a boxing fan, I didn't have contact. So what happened? So he hit him at basically in the liver. You talking about the uh, what's his name again? Devontae uh, De- Davis. Right, Davis. right, right. Devontae Davis. Davis hit the dude in the liver, and he fought for like another like fifteen seconds. And I mean, I wouldn't say him. I wouldn't say he fought. He he stumbled he was on back. His feet. He stumbled back a little bit, and you could tell that he wanted to try to throw a punch or something, and then his body said, "Nah, motherfucker, this fight's over." <laughs> And then he Colin Kaepernick and took a knee for the national anthem. Wow. <laughs> he Colin Kaepernick did and did. took a knee he for the national did. anthem after the fight was over. And everybody was like, look at the ref looked at him and he kind of put his hand on like, nah, man. <laughs> it yeah, the, the ref was out. counting and I almost felt like um I see he was like, bro, you can count to 30 if you want to. I'm done. <laughs> count to 30. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. So my, my question is, I know what a kidney punch loca- is located or where it's located. Where is a liver punch located? On the right, right. side. Yeah, so he oh, literally right. was throwing a punch like this, okay. and the punch came right underneath it. Because David's so So like right underneath your ribs? Yeah. yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So what? Right. What? what and, you know, there's fun- a whole bunch of people I've seen on on the internet. People saying it's rigged. Oh, this is why boxing is rigged. Cause nah, I mean, he could have got right back up. And I'm like, you sound like somebody who ain't never taken a shot 
in your midsection when you it's not just taking a shot taking a shot in your midsection when you had no idea it was coming well, see, that, and that's my thing that I don't like about when people do stuff like that because I've been hit in the stomach before and it took me a minute. So oh, imagine yeah. somebody hitting you in the kidney or the liver, like what y'all are describing. Man, you can't get up from that. You're done. And, and see, I was I was arguing with Ruben last night. I was trying to figure out which one is worse. And I was like, is it worse to get put to sleep, or is it worse to like get hit in the stomach? And he was on one knee and he had to look at the dude that hit him and basically acknowledged that nah man i'm not fighting you no more <laughs> like, cause when you when you get put to sleep like you ain't got no options you know what i'm saying you just out but when, when you get hit and you gotta look at the dude that hit you and you basically gotta acknowledge that i don't want to ever get hit by you again yeah you got my ass today <laughs> <laughs> nah i want to get put to sleep yeah I was, I was just thinking i'm like you know what mm. i almost feel like there might be a little bit more honor than just just get knocked out because you had to acknowledge that this man took your will to fight oh yeah yeah he pretty much said nah and i'm gonna make your body do a business well see that was my question y'all my next question y'all was what bodily function is like doesn't happen or doesn't happen the right way after a liver a liver shot i mean breathing first of all <laughs> he said breathing <laughs> <laughs> It's like getting hit in the funny bone, because it doesn't really do a lot, but it paralyzes you to a point where you can't do shit. I think somebody compared it to feeling like you got stabbed in the stomach. So it's a sharp pain. Yeah, yeah. and okay. then and then you're trying to breathe. Because I mean, maybe like two or three minutes after the fight, he was you know he was walking around fine. I mean, he was walking around fine, but I'm pretty sure. <laughs> You know, he he dap, he dapped Davis up and everything, but I feel like part of that dapping up was like, bro, I don't ever want to get hit by you again. I mean, what else he gonna do? Okay. He, I guess he could be a bitch and walk out the ring. How do you, you can't say he was being a bitch, man. No, no, I'm saying what he else? Said he could be. Yeah, he could have been a bitch. But no, 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 no. I, I'm not gonna say that's a bitch, room because like if you hit me so hard that I don't want to fight you no more, I also probably don't necessarily want to be friends with you right afterwards. Like. <laughs> I might have I might have a tremendous amount of respect for you, but like no, nah, I don't necessarily want to shake hands. Like I I respect the fact that these dudes have fights with each other and then manage to be like, oh, it's nothing personal. Nah, man, you hit me like yeah. that. I don't care why we doing it. It's personal. Not even the, <laughs> not even the hitting part, man. The amount of cold cash shit they were talking to each other, like literally. See, see the shit talking don't bother me because like in all sports, people talk shit and you can still be cool. It's it's the fact that you're talking shit and then you're actually getting in a physical altercation with yeah, this person, that's what I'm saying. and then immediately after the fight, I'm supposed to be like, "Oh, it's all love, baby." You know, nah. <laughs> actually, you know what? I gotta put my two cents in with that. I can't talk shit to somebody. It turns serious with me fast because I don't really talk. So if I start talking to you, it's I'm a, I'm gonna be a problem in your life. I mean, this dude said, "When I put my fist on your chin, you going to sleep." What? No, more importantly, he what? said, "Hey, don't don't bring your mom, your wife, or your kids to the fight. I don't want them to see you get knocked out." And then, no. I, to be honest, like they That's didn't see that. The they didn't see that. Well, I don't know because part of me feels like that kind of slightly honorable. Like if you really like, hey man, I'm I'm gonna whoop your ass, and I don't necessarily want your kids to see their daddy like this. Like. How you gonna talk about that man's kids and family? First, first, see, Ruben, you're missing it. I don't think that's necessarily always a disrespectful thing. And in fact, I feel like that kind of is respectful. Like, hey, look, man, 
I gotta whoop your ass. But that don't mean your people's gotta see you get your ass whooped. Like, you know, I don't want them to be, I don't want them to have to live with that image. That's foul. That's so foul. That's foul. It really is. It really is. Yeah, you had to say nothing about the mock. You know, the wife. Okay. See, that's not he necessarily is. saying anything about them, though. She had to bring them up. It's not like all. he said, hey, keep your dumb ass kids at the crib. He should have just said. wife. <laughs> if he had just said family, family is one thing. But when you physically say children, that's a, that's a, that's another level, man. I'm just once saying. A, once again, I think we just look at it differently. Yeah, because I can't, I can't, I don't do that because I can't talk that shit because that didn't work for me i mean they, but i guess i guess you know the nice thing is if he's got young kids they didn't really see their dad get knocked out they saw their dad take a knee and he could have just been like hey baby i was praying in the middle of the fight and i was praying in the middle of the fight and then we decided as men amicably we didn't want to um promote violence anymore so the fight <laughs> what, <a> <laughs> <laughs> what is this <laughs> You're headed for a self-destruction. <laughs> and that's how you know you old. <laughs> if you quote shit like that. Actually, I like his use of amicable. That was cool. <laughs> it is true though, man. After, especially in especially in you MMA, man. They be beating the shit out of each other and then they be like, man, it's all love. Bro, I you see, first get... of all, you gotta be a special type of person to do that. So yeah. I get it. Which I get that's why I don't understand it, because I don't necessarily want to fight anybody unless I don't like them. Yeah. I'm not I'm not just trying to fight somebody just for the love of fighting. And yeah. I'm not trying to get in the fucking face, man. I'm sorry. Oh, here's I, here's podcast number three. <laughs> saying, Ain't nobody gonna put their hands on my face. Hell to no, man. My parents, my, my parents don't put their hands on my face. Somebody else put their hands on my face, man. I was watching this clip, man. And like, I was watching this clip and then we'll move on. I don't know what movie it was from or whatever, but she said some cold cash shit to her husband about like, who is like who is this guy? And she was like, my man. To your hu- man, the right hand of fellowship came through, hit her so hard, she like jumped over a table. And I was just like, "Are you talking about the the uh, the family that prays or something?" Man, I don't know what movie it is. It was it was on it was on my it was on my TikTok, man. And they split that shit up into like ten different sections. And I, you know, I was like, "Okay, this shit's interesting." And then he knocked the shit out of her. I was like, "Oh!" And you know, and, then, and, and you know, you did wrong when your mom backs backs up the husband. That was yeah, fine. yeah. That's that's. Oh, so you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, see, so see, that's, that's what it was. That's that's some old school shit right there. Because you know, <laughs> t- today's modern era, we would just frown upon that period. But back in the day, there were some times where it was just like, "Nah, baby, you asked for that." Oh yeah. <laughs> How you gonna tell like, we, your husband? We not condoning it, but we just saying we understand. Exactly. Yeah. How you gonna how you gonna tell your husband that somebody else your man like dead to his face? And I was like, bro. Like I, I imagine if like she was my like sister or something and I knew all the ends and now I might look at it, that's your one, bro. You get that one. She she was out of pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and the crazy part I might be like, hey, you can't do it again. Yeah. You get that one. But yeah, she 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 asked for that one. But nobody grabbed him. Nobody. Everybody kind of went to see if she was okay. <laughs> nobody said, 
that want the move, bro. And, but I was like, I mean. Yeah, in that moment, she's lucky she didn't get killed. Just saying. I mean, and that's what I was thinking. I'm like, yeah, you know, <laughs> that sounds like murder right there. Like, <laughs> that statement you made sounds like man, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just blacked out. <laughs> oh, jeez. Man, the fact that you said man to <laughs> not man one not this mother the fucking didn't go straight for like murder he's like nah I could plead a little bit insanity there man too like the fact it sounds like you you know what we not gonna have no more conversation about that we gonna move on because we just not gonna conversate about that so today the question of the day and as we we're talking about this, we got a couple different questions about it. So this will be fun. Do you believe that you can truly be great and carry the weight of a relationship? Now, there are some questions about this question. And so basically, I'll say this. If you doing what you're supposed to be doing, and then you still doing 90 percent of the relationship as well and your significant other is doing 10 percent aka being pretty aka ain't got no damn job aka literally is sitting around the house doing not a goddamn thing bro, and you gotta do everything hold on for a second and, and you gotta do everything in this damn relationship her 10 percent is her just living the question is you know, do you believe that you could truly be great and carry the weight of relationship? Now, Moby. Hold up before you go on. You need to ask the author of the question what it actually meant. Okay, AG. What it actually meant. Nothing of what you said. However, I do, I do want to explore that. <laughs> None of that shit. But um, I do, do want to explore that. Put, that. put that on the table for this show because it's interesting that you say that. Because now I understand what y'all are talking about before the show started. What I actually meant was, I remember a couple of things. One, Jack Nicholas told told Tiger Woods, and he relayed the conversation he had with Tiger Woods publicly. And he was like, if you're going to chase me or anything, really, you need to do the bulk of it before you get married. Because once you get married, your attention goes elsewhere. The energy you would have spent hitting balls or touring or whatever, that kind of goes away. And so I remembered that. I remembered that. And I and I thought to myself that that's probably why there's so few men that achieve a level of greatness in a relationship than most. The other thing is going to church. Because when you when you go to church there's so much weight put on a man's shoulders. He, and, it, and it's really kind of ironic when women say, I'm afraid to lose myself, because men lose themselves all the time in a relationship. Having said that, there's no way in which you could go to the, the, the very limit of your potential and be worried about a spouse. So that is the, that is the real spirit of the question. Can you be great at whatever endeavor it is? Can you truly be great and be in a relationship? You want me to go first? You go, Ruben. Wish, That's all I, you, Ruben. I wish Jack Lexus would have told Tiger to get some damn friends as well. Get some male friends 
to tell them, hey, bro, you don't have the hose calling your real phone. You have a burner. Another story for another day. Exactly, because that's so much to unpack. So much to unpack. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't wrong, though. No, no, you're you're absolutely not wrong. Well, it's when you're Tiger Woods, you're kind of special. And when your only friend is Michael Jordan and Charles Barkley, that's not a good good company to keep. And them motherfuckers didn't even tell him that. So fuck them. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not good. It's just, you, man, that's a whole other podcast. What what would they know about friendship? They're not friends. Truth. The only thing they taught that dude was how to hoe. But anyway, it's another podcast. <laughs> a lot of people taught a lot of people how to hoe. It's about Velvet Jones. So, um, now that you have it like that, it's hard, man. I can't imagine it. Like, you know, it's, it's hard to be super great and yet super just I mean, the, the amount of shit that's got to be in order in your life has got to be everything. But the stress level of keeping that up has got to be a problem. Like, I can't ever say that I've been in a relationship and I've been so great in doing what else I was doing that I was, I could still carry that. Yeah, nah, I can't do that. I can't even imagine being in that position because you know I'm great at being me but other than that I mean I ain't motherfucking Tiger Woods you know so I I can't imagine and I can't imagine doing the whole relationship shit by myself I mean if we together and I'm 90 and you 10 I'm trying to figure out but why I, I still feel like 10. you're going back to that point and that wasn't part of the question well I mean, I guess <laughs> you're going back to that because it's like that's what you want to make the question. I, I think now that AG put it the way he did, like what you're asking is a, a completely different question, probably for a completely different conversation. No, but he, but the question does say carry the weight of a relationship, which means well, that- no, ca- carry the weight of a relationship just means can you be in a, a relationship with all that's actually required to be in a successful relationship not actually carry the bulk of the weight of the relationship oh okay yeah that's all i meant i mean can you can you really give your give your woman the the expectations of being in a relationship and be great at whatever you're doing can you do that well i would say i would think that in any true relationship and when I say real and true, I'm talking a long time relationship. Yeah, you know, like at least six, at least a year, at least a year. Like, cause you know each other so much. Like, you know, what's the thing? We can all shine together, baby. Like, I don't understand why that can't work. I just know it's never happened to me. <laughs> so that's all I can really say about that. Um, I've never been great at parts of my life but then had a relationship because I honestly haven't been in a relationship in a long time that I felt was remotely equal anyway I always felt like I had to be more in the relationship than the other person so yeah that's for me that's I think it's possible I just think you gotta be with the right one and the right one's got to 
understand and then you got to understand them too it's got it's got to be both ways that's the only that's the only way I can see it I think it's possible I just think has it been possible for me vote Ruben Brown 2024 you stupid man I'm being serious I know you're being serious and that's why I say you, you vote Ruben Brown 2020 look the best politicians don't know they're being a politician <laughs> the, the best politicians don't know it they, they don't know they're trying to play both sides of the field I'm not trying to play both you're just sides. trying to reach across the aisle that's how you say it you're trying to bring unity to it that's all I'm just saying no nah, we can all shine together we can I mean, all yeah. shine together because yes I mean, we can wow yes we just, can wow <laughs> well you missed mean, the question that shit uh, in, in 2023 absolutely fucking not and because we have completely changed the standards of relationships I believe back in the day and, and I'm not saying it still can't happen in 2023 but if we're speaking in generalities no um, the idea of what we consider balance in a relationship doesn't allow that um for anybody especially it's, when you're talking about males for any male to achieve like 100% greatness in what they do you're almost like obsessed with it like when we talk about Kobe Bryant and we talk about Michael Jordan like they were obsessed with that greatness and you can't be obsessed with one area of your life without the other area lacking there, there's just not enough time there's not enough balance when you l- listen to all those Hall of Fame speeches from people who are up there the first thing they do is they thank their wives and their families because and then they acknowledge the fact that they know they weren't there for them that they know chasing their dream and doing all that it took to be great in that avenue of life made them pretty shitty at other parts of their lives and in this modern standard of what support is like look, a lot of women will say look if you I support my man and that helps him be great but support and sacrifice are two completely different things and in 2023 the standard isn't about sacrifice the standard is about support and you got people saying i want to be a power couple but then he's got to respect me i want to be traditional but i want to be modern there are just too many opposing factors happening for the true sense of that statement to be achieved and and people say well if you have balance if by definition if you have balance you can't be great at one area of your life because greatness takes complete dedication greatness takes a singular focus if you're trying to be the best that is singular that is not plural so when you see these super successful ceos who work 20 hours a day when you see these athletes that are just obsessed with being the best of the way they do they're going to lack in other areas it's it's kind of a character flaw but it's really more of a character reality you just can't put all of yourself in one thing and still have enough to share in a true balanced sense relationship and if somebody says that they can hey maybe maybe there's a unicorn out there that can maybe they found the the leprechaun at the end of the rainbow like i don't i don't know but just by sheer definition i don't i don't think it's possible i think if you have balance in your life 
truly, truly have balance in your life, you probably don't have greatness in your life either. And the greatness in your life is the balance. Like, I think people who are truly happy with their lives are happy with the balance in their lives, which generally means they're not singularly focused on one thing. Okay. Okay. Um, hey, Black Morticia Abs, I see you joined us. I'm glad that you are here. You know, you ain't gotta, you ain't gotta talk to God. No, we, we happy that you're here. I think, so, AG, I think at some level we're all black and poor. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care how much money you got. I mean, yeah. <laughs> what were yeah. you saying, Moby? I was gonna say, like, what sparked that question for you? Because, uh, and what do you think? Well, no, actually, what sparked the question was the two things, uh, because I feel like what you said about the modern relationship and the modern expectations, I think they're out of pocket and I think they're unreasonable at times. And the more people say it, where everybody has a platform, you hear it so much. Um, it's really, like I told you before at the top of this, it's like, it's so easy to lose yourself if you were due, but nobody really acknowledges those things. And so there's so many things going on. Now, I'm presuming that the, the man part of this can achieve a singular you know, obsessive dedication to something because that matters too. The only way I see it happening, if you have a woman, I ain't, I ain't trying to be funny, but if you have a woman like mine that will find something to do and be like, hey, do do you, whatever you're doing, do you, is there anything we can get you? Is there this or that or whatever it is? If you're not hearing that language and you're not seeing that behavior, it's impossible. You have to never call that person again because they will ruin you. Well, like I said, it's the difference between support and sacrifice. Right. If you People don't have to be supportive, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're willing to sacrifice. Exactly. And that matters. It's like if you like like for me, I love racing. If you're a racer and I'm married to if I'm married to Lauren and, and it's like, hey. If you don't want to get married between November and, and uh, winter testing in January, we're not doing it. Now, that sounds harsh, but there's only a handful of women that can hear that. I'm not saying they ain't hear it, but I'm saying there's only a handful of women that can really hear what you're saying and be like, that's what's up. After, after the last race of the season, let's do this thing so we can be married and then, you know, back to work. Oh, women can't do that. God tells women that they can't do it because he's always asking them all the time, respect your man. If you can't respect me, you can't hear what I'm saying. And if I hear what you're saying and you're trying to, you know, control me here and control me there and I don't let you go, I will never be great, ever. So I think it's a fair assessment that we throw an adjective in front of that. I, I, I think most women cannot because there are some outliers, you know? Um, you well, know I, I made sure to preface by saying I'm talking in generalities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your average woman, no. But there are some outliers. And, and even, you know, let's talk those people who are athletes, those people who um, are in some sort of CEO power structure, things as such. You know, yeah, you know, for one reason or another, they may find a significant other 
that is willing to sacrifice. I'm gonna disagree though, because the divorce rates of those people are like higher than the normal, well, normal, normal divorce rate. But, but once again, we're talking. Because put, you're putting way more strain on the relationship. Well, I understand that, but I, once again, then that just means that that couple won't build for that. I mean, because let's like you're like you're right, because Michael Jordan. I mean, he had at least one divorce. Well, let's back up. Michael Jordan was a hoe. Let's I mean, end so. that. Let's end that conversation. You gotta have to find a better example. Michael Jordan was a hoe. He well, ruined I mean, his marriage because he was a hoe. He didn't ruin his marriage because of basketball. Well, I mean, no, no, no. No, here's the thing. I was about to say two things can be true at the same yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay, because, I'll, because I'll, he he was a hoe, but basketball allowed him tremendous amounts of opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> to engage in. <laughs> okay, let me let me say this. If Michael Jordan does put his dick in other women. Then he's probably still married to one. I doubt it. I, doubt I, I don't at all. And plus, um, and the other thing too, he got married because he had a he had a kid. He didn't. I don't think he loved her to start with. Well, yeah, but you. But once again, I, I don't think. I think you have some such, like Cookie from Magic Johnson. I mean, the dude, the dude got a got age, man. Didn't get it from her, and she's still with his ass. I mean, you know, some people. There are some outliers out there. And I'm not saying that, and I'm saying that clearly is a 1% or 0.5%, you know, because it it does exist. But like normal people, no. Unless you just hit the jackpot and what, which is, which can happen. You can hit the jackpot and you just happen to find that one person who is like, yeah, you do what you need to do. I got this. I'm built for this, whatever, whatever. And we gonna be good, and I mean, cause that happens. So yeah, I mean, but once again, like you said, most of them, as Moby said, yeah, most of your high dollar um, relationships due to sports and whatnot, yeah, they don't work out all the way. But once again, you know, then you run into, um, uh, what's their name? Ah, uh, I can't remember. The football player, the tight end, and his wife plays for women's soccer. It's like, are you are you kidding me right now? Oh, Zach Ertz. Like, yeah, Zach Ertz and Julie Ertz. I mean, that's insanity. <laughs> because they're both are high level in their positions. Yet they got like two or three kids, man, and they're probably gonna be okay. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, but I I understand. But for normal people, yeah, that's that's woo, buddy. <laughs> I mean, I, I also think we're attacking this one-sided because I, I I think if you're talking about um, women to male relationships, I think the same can be true just for different reasons. Yeah, like yeah, if, if if there's a woman who is obsessed with career and everything, how often do those women find relationships that work? Because I mean, because it's really hard for a male in, in that in that environment to. I don't know. Basically, just be cool with the idea that you're going to be second, aka vice president. I mean, her husband is it, well, he's co-running us a, a law firm. Like, so I mean, yeah, it's one of those things. You're you're completely right. I think it's equal on both sides. On that percentage, ain't that how either way you want to look at it. But you got to be extraordinarily extraordinary people in order to make something like that happen. 
And even I, even I, I, it, I don't even know if it's the it's being people. And I think the reason I preferenced in the modern day is because I don't think it's necessarily a reflection on what type of person you are. It's really the cultural standards that we've set, man. Like I think Insta- it's Insta- to- Instagram and the modern day like uh, all like has has created friction in relationships period I, w- I would definitely say the older we get the less that the more that percentage drops for sure because like yeah, I mean we're all fairly old here I mean back in the 80s 90s well not even eight, in the 90s the 70s 80s I mean, and we can go even before then. I mean, my grandmother had like 20 kids, <laughs> you know, and she stayed with the same man until, you know, he passed away. So it's like on my mom's side. So, I mean, you know, he was out working and doing whatever. And my grandmother was having children. <laughs> and next thing you know, they got a football team. And I mean, it's just, it's one of those things. But now, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there are a lot of people who don't have any children and they can focus on their career and their their relationship becomes secondary but that's because both of them make it secondary because they have that agreement of hey we're gonna do this we're gonna ball out and then one day when i one person gets a certain age or whatever we need to have this conversation about children <laughs> you know but it's less and less i would definitely say it's less and less as the years go by i mean that percentage drops like these days oh god i mean i i can't even i can't imagine anyone between the age of 20 to 30 who who could do that you'll have one or two but i can't imagine it i mean tell me i'm wrong i just it's hard, man, because like you said, with social I mean, media. I, I, I think you're right, but I don't think the reasoning you're giving is right. <laughs> well, I mean, social media, like you said, that helps. Well, I mean, when, really when I say social media, I just mean just social norms and standards anyway. Yeah, but you also have to throw social media in there because Lord knows if you're not, if somebody doesn't know where you are every step of your day, that's a problem for some people. Like, you know, everybody's got their phone tracked. How come you were over here? Like, what is all that? I mean, you know, I wasn't even driving. Your car went here. Like, so much. So it's almost like it's overwhelming, like, access. And I think that's part of that could be an issue. Because now, you, you first you had a long time ago, you had no access. Now you got, like, too much which could ruin you know the ability of something like that even happening today well i mean what i meant by that and i mean i feel like you keep trying to go back to your your analysis is incorrect but you're you're missing what i'm saying about social norms like our ideas of success are different than they were back in the day back in the day the idea of success for a woman was getting married having a family that's not necessarily the idea of success anymore the idea of success is getting yours being the prize being powerful when it comes to women 
the idea the idea of success for men used to be taking care of your family you know stabilizing the front now it's like how many hoes can you get like you know what i'm saying like just just the ideas that we've created as success has changed and once that changes the idea of sacrificing for somebody else's greatness kind of goes out the window and and this is probably what i'll say like yeah you're probably correct but to be honest you're closer to that type you're closer to that age group than i am so like I don't, I don't necessarily think that's know. Defined as an age group thing anymore, man. Well, I mean, but that's not. <laughs> but I guess, but I guess, my thing is like, my hope is that I will find someone more with the values that I have, not necessarily with the value of the people of what it is today. Which, so yeah, I'm looking. Obviously, I'm not looking for someone under thirty. <laughs> you know, so our values would not even match up. You know, my. It, my values would be closer to someone my age or maybe 10 years younger. You know, I wouldn't even... So that's not even a, a, a thought process for me. That's And that's why I guess why I keep going back to what I know <laughs> because I don't... I see that and I'm just like, that's crazy, but in the grand scheme of things, my hope is I'll never come across it to that effect, you know? Just because I'm old as shit. Better for the curse. Okay. Where, where do you stand on it, AG? <laughs> I mean, which part? You said a lot. Any of, of it. Like, I mean, yeah, we, we, we've kind of, I feel like the direction of the conversation kind of went in a lot of different directions. Well, as far as what you're saying about Instagram, the, I, I totally agree. Because you have all these women with a platform and they say all kinds of things that are unreasonable. But because they said well, it, it, ain't just it women. Becomes... I, want, I want to make sure we're not one side on this. It ain't just women. Oh, it's just like we're that. talking about women. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but it's just like, it, it's unreasonable. And it's just like, but because they said it and they have a lot of people out there that agree, then it's like truth. The other thing I've noticed, and it's something Lauren schooled me on, it's like sometimes these these dudes say some stuff and it's like, hey, play a while. I mean, but she's like, no, you have to take this dude and you have to give, let me give you some context. This guy cheated on his wife and she stayed. So he is going to be woman centric on everything that he puts out there, no matter how unreasonable it might be. And that's something I have just learned in the last couple of weeks. So when I hear people say stuff, it's like, okay, I don't know what she's going through. I don't know what he's going through, but when I read the comments, people take this as an absolute truth. And what you what happens with that is when you're hearing your truth, what you're not doing is self-inspection. And so you so it becomes one-sided. So you expect a whole lot of stuff that you ain't gonna do. That's a problem. So I'm just letting you know. Social media in that way is dangerous. It just is. You got dudes out there that's like, you need to do this for your woman. You need to do that for your woman. You have women saying, I expect this, I expect that. And you have a handful of people saying, no, nah, I need to do this for my man. I need to do this for my woman. Everybody wants some stuff they're not willing to do. So in my, in, in my estimation, that's where social media gets really, really, really to be dangerous to people. 
because they go yeah. into a relationship and thinking some stuff that that is only true if they put in work. They expect or, just or if you actually have a title, being someone's woman and being someone's wife, oh, two different things. True. And, you, and, and I, I, I know somebody. I mean, I've, I've heard women say before, like, well, if he's supposed to be my man and I'm struggling, he's supposed to make sure that all my bills and stuff are taken care of. Hold on. You are not his responsibility in, until until y'all are married. Like, if my wife is struggling, yes, I'm supposed to make sure shit gets taken care of. No matter, by any means necessary, I gotta figure some shit out. If we just dating, your bills are your bills. Job, is, like, if I help you, that's because I want to. Not because I have to. Just saying. And that's ah. exactly what I'm talking about. But see, the thing is, it what, what Moby just said has been there for the beginning of time. Nothing has really changed. The biggest thing is like what I said, everyone has a international platform. If you can understand the language or if there's a translation uh, algorithm in there, it's international. Everyone's hearing this. Everybody feels so damn important that their opinion matters. There it is. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be true. It just has to be said. So a lot of women out there that will tell you, if you if you can't take care of my bills or whatever it is, then we not talking. I mean, Dusty Child came out with a song, Bills, 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 baby. Exactly. Can't no man say, can't no man do that. We out here trying to, you know, trying to tippy toe around it so we won't get the female police to call. Meanwhile, they making made it making songs like that. Bills, bills, bills. I mean, they they can get you to pay bills with the hope of getting some pussy. Yeah, that's a lot of power. I'm just letting you know. Lord knows I've never had to do that thing. God. And they're doing and they do out uh, these Jedi mind tricks on dudes like or if you don't help them, they try to attack your ego by saying, well, if you broke, say you broke. Like, nah, bitch, you sound broke. <laughs> I, I'm fine. <laughs> like, I'm just, I didn't come asking you for money. For real. <laughs> I'm, going, I'm going home. You can go back with your mama. For real. <laughs> I ate last night. Going to eat today. What you doing? I, man, like I said before, I'm not afraid to say some things are gender, are, are gender specific. Because they are. So it is what it is. I'm not trying to tiptoe around this. Just this way and, and ladies, if you listening and you feel like we attacking you, we not because there are simps all over the world. You don't need us, nigga. Like you don't need the three of us. Like to trust me, some somebody out there can't wait to save you. Can't wait. Yeah. Captain Save a There, there is com. a simp born every day. Someone idolizing mediocre pussy. That dude is out there <laughs> waiting for you. <laughs> he is waiting for you. He uh, can't wait. <laughs> th thank you for the intro yet again. <laughs> oh my god! I, he's right, man. Because I tell my yeah, wife all the time, y'all think that booty is good. It's a woman out there that 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 her job is the girlfriend experience. You need to go find her and figure this out because y'all don't y'all aren't that good. We out here buying houses and Escalades and whatnot for some what Moby mediocre pussy. I mean, come on, man. These chicks got you out here eating groceries now. Man, what look. What the hell? Because if, if you could get any any 10 men together and have them be candid about what they actually think about their sex lives, okay. 
Just saying. Just I can't saying. be on that shit. And the girlfriend experience and the wifey experience is about the same money that you pay for your wife. That's true too. I know, right? And if you you don't, and if you don't believe me, do the numbers. You got to be paid for that kind of shit, though. Well, you got to be paid to have a wife, man. I mean, I understand that, but I'm just saying, if I want to find a girlfriend experience, I still got to be paid. I'm going to challenge that statement you just made. Uh Which one? I think the girlfriend experience is more expensive than the wife. How so? Because the girlfriend experience ain't just about pleasing the girlfriend. It's about the image you have to keep up amongst the people around. Once you become married and become a unit, generally, generally, that wife realizes that that money is for you and not necessarily for show. Generally. Now, there are some women who want the wife experience to mirror the girlfriend experience, but I think dudes trick way more money off on the girlfriend experience than the wife experience. Okay, let me give you some context. What I actually meant was <laughs> the girlfriend experience slash the wifey experience, when a prostitute does it right, is everything that you want your wife to do that you're not allowed to ask. And that doesn't, that in a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with sex. You, it, you're right, because um, there was a lawyer that used to come into a store I worked at all the time. I will not say his name <laughs> up here. But, um, and he came, he would always come in the store with a different woman that was not his wife. I know. He did, and, and he would, he basically was, Pro um, advocating for legalized prostitution because he he and he informed me he said you don't pay a hoe for sex you pay her to leave and I was like I had never <laughs> ever thought about it that way I'm surprised you had <laughs> I just oh, well, at, the time, at, at the time I was like 23 24 at the time I was like bro you just changed my whole outlook on shit. <laughs> He was like, yeah, you don't pay her for the sex. You pay her to leave. And I was like, yeah, bro, you. And he said that in front of some chick that wasn't his wife. And I was just like, hey, you might have a point there. I just saw him saying, man, it's just like you have guys out there. And the reason why I said it's not sexual a lot of times is, you know, sometimes you get women out there that will say, you know, you'll ask them to. Well, you, you'll have something that you're feeling a certain type of way about and you want to talk to her about it legitimately. But they want to they want to like question your manhood about it. They want to be you want to have jokes. And it's like, OK, well, if I if I pay a prostitute one hundred dollars an hour and all I can afford is an hour, I will be able to have a conversation with someone that will listen. Now, the same hundred dollars I'm going to pay for you to be my wife. I have a mortgage to pay. I have your car payment to pay. I have insurance to pay. I have life insurance to pay. I have taxes to pay. I have to have you gnawing at my ear all day. All those things. So that cost me $100 an hour cash plus my fucking soul. So I'm like, who's cheaper? (laughs) Wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. That should be the intro. Can, Can you please say that statement again with the same fire plus my fucking soul (laughs) I don't think I don't think you have said any sentence in the two and a half plus years I have talked to you with as much fire and passion as you just made that statement I'm sorry that was awesome no, but no, I mean, no, no, do not apologize for that, sir. <laughs> but I mean, it's, it's, it's the I truth. I felt that. It's, I, <laughs> I feel all the time. 
And I'm telling you, man, it's just like these women out here thinking that their booty don't stink, but it really does, for starters. Yeah, sometimes your groceries bad, baby. And I'm like, and then you think you, you you think that you're doing something and you're not. You don't perform well and you get all the spoils of it. It's like being a first round draft pick that's a bust and still getting paid by the team. It's like it's awful. But it's our fault at the end of the day. Yeah, because we made and poor choices. It, well, not not just not just because we made poor choices. When I say our, I mean the the collective male has has created this because we ain't been telling the truth to women for so long that we've actually lied to them so much that they're convinced that if somebody does it like them, he's the problem. Because there's always some simp that can't wait to say, oh, that nigga don't know what he was missing. Yeah, we kind of do. <laughs> it's our fault. Okay. If that's what we're doing. I mean, like I said, man, um, when God talks about you like a dog, you a dog. Now, you're not going to hear that in church. And I know because I spent enough time there. And it's like, it's the, it's a it's a female-centric place. And I realize it is, it, and it, as it should be, because women drag men to church and they get their lives together. Then they learn how to lead. And that's kind of how it goes. The other reason it, the, why it's women-centric is because, or at least in my opinion, is because pastors scared. Just like husbands and, and boyfriends are scared. And, and they preach accordingly for the most part. So you hear a lot of things that uplift and encourage women. And then the rest of the time, they dog and men. Like that one time I went to church and it was Father's Day and somebody had a nerve. I think the first lady had nerve to say, I ain't going to celebrate y'all. This is what y'all supposed to have been doing. And I was like, ouch. That's what you say before Sunday and the and and after the Sunday of Father's Day. That's not what you say on Father's Day. But the thing is Well, we can't say that on Mother's exactly. Day. Exactly. Hell no. Exactly. <laughs> so you get enough of a diet of this this toxic behavior and this and and, and this rhetoric and it's like you start thinking differently. You're like, Heffa, what can you do for me? Not nothing. Because the more wealth, the more I do the job that you say I need to do, the more wealth I acquire. The more wealth I acquire, I can treat you like a slave. I can buy you. I can buy your I can buy your egg. I can buy your loyalty. I can buy whatever I want to buy. And you mean nothing to me. Where did I get this from? I got it here in y'all. Because the last time I the last time I thought about it, didn't y'all call me a sperm bank? That's what I thought. And it was funny when you were saying it to me, right? Well, for 30 grand, I can buy an egg. I don't need you. I don't need you. Because I can afford to I can afford to have all the things that I need to extract that egg, put a sperm on it, make a baby, and cast you aside. Now, how does it sound when I say that to you? I'm just saying. Ouch. Well, going Depends back. Depends on who's in the room. Because well. um, <laughs> if, if you're saying it with just us, we'd be like, yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm no saying, man, But going back to my major point with this, as I kind of digressed a little bit, it's like God says certain things to certain people. Sometimes he says certain things to certain gender. And he will bust you in your mouth. He does it to men, but we're not talking about men right now. We spend a lot of time talking about how we ain't shit. 
Okay. And for the most part, you're right. You're not wrong. And I get that. But how come we don't ever talk about your ass? Ever. It begs to be questioned to me. Because just like you said earlier, because men are in fear. Pastors preach that way. Exactly. Because there's a there's a whole you have no idea what fear is until you have to be a guy tap dancing around honesty around y'all asses. Exactly. Oh ho ho. Some of the most some of the scariest moments are in my life when when somebody wanted me to tell them the truth, but I knew they didn't want me to tell them the truth. Exactly. Ooh, those are some scary moments. Like, hey, we've talked about it before. Hey, does this dress make me look fat? Why are you doing this to me? Like that's yeah. like that's damn near hostage situation right there. Like, don't don't do this to me. Exactly. I like wow. look, man. When when look, when God says a man would rather live on a corner of a roof of the house than to be with you, that's a problem. He's letting you know that women will steal your soul. They are manipulators by design, and so it's just like he's letting you know what time it is. So again, I'm just saying. To, to you know to your point truth man it's like they out here trying to kill us so again that's all I'm saying that's all I'm saying I gotta find out where I can find this girl for experience shit at cause what I got going now ain't working next thing go this time go to Vegas get all you want bro clearly just saying yeah they got cars and, and remember you don't pay them for the sex you pay them, you pay them, them to leave, leave. <laughs> Kimmy Yaka said I don't know AG was on that fire talking about that Tyler Perry he, he was. True. He was. It's I all. And it's all the same. It's all. The same says, thing. It's kind of the same thing. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, it is what it Cause, is. Because we all know what Tyler Perry is—the smartest motherfucker in the room. True. Yes, sir. But he's got man. Saying he's got daddy exactly issues. Exactly what they want to hear. He's got daddy issues. And it's all good. I mean, again, like I said, and, and don't get me wrong, my my vitriol doesn't come from my actual life anymore. But I do have a lot of experience with this, man, and it's awful. It's just awful. Because you ain't got a leg to stand on. But the superpower that men will always have is to listen and not call that heifer. That's your superpower. If she disrespects you, don't call her ever again. And remember, man, you can't be a superhero for everyone. You can't be a superhero for yourself. Because like I said, there's a simp that will call her even if you don't. But exactly. remember, you're not trying to save that nigga. You're trying to save yourself. Exactly. <laughs> That's a him problem. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. All right. Awesome. Awesome, guys. So, I mean, if, if there's something else, AG, what, what else is, could possibly be on your mind? Reparations, bro. I want to go back to that. I want to get back oh, to reparations. God. And this is what I want to say. <laughs> and I've never, and I was, I'm so excited to say this because I've never been able to defend someone that believes we shouldn't have it ever. Not legitimately, but I, I got ammo now. Abe Lincoln, my Negro. This dude is the inventor of reparations. I'm not gonna go into all the all the things, but I will conceptually let you know that after the Civil War was over, this dude gave tens of millions, hundreds of millions of dollars 
to Confederate slave owners for loss of funds and loss of property. And we know that property is slaves. And I heard that and read that and I was like, fuck me. So the next time somebody approaches you talking about reparations is ridiculous and you can't, we can't possibly afford it and blah, 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 blah. All the things that sound kind of true on the surface, you let them know Abe Lincoln's, Abe Lincoln is the reparations OG. And if you can do it for white America. He was a Republican. Exactly. <laughs> he was the wrong Republican, but I understand what you mean. Because that's definitely, that's definitely wax and ironic to me. But the next time somebody tell you about that, you tell them to go read what Abe Lincoln did for the slave owners or the uh, ex-slave owners of the Confederacy, of the Confederacy, because he hooked them dudes up, man. He hooked them dudes up in a big way. And when I say millions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions, I mean 1865 billions, tens of millions, hundreds of millions of U.S. dollars. Not, you know, worthless Confederate money. U.S. dollars. So the next time somebody has something to say to you and you don't know quite how to defend yourself, start with Abe Lincoln. Ironically enough, start with Abe Lincoln. That's what's on my mind. Well, all right. Reparations. Get that shit. All right, Moby, what's on your mind? Um, I'd like to issue an apology to any ladies that might have heard this show and feel like um, we have said a whole bunch of things that make it sound like we don't like women. Um, it is not mean, true. Oh, you mean this episode or just yeah, the whole history? I mean, we're just talking about this episode. Oh, okay. I, I, I assure you, ladies, it is not that we do not like you. It is not even that we have some type of animosity towards you we simply don't know what the fuck we're supposed to do anymore like he is absolutely right when he says men live in fear every day every day men live in fear because we don't know what to say we don't know what to do if if we say something too aggressively we're controlling if we don't say things aggressively enough we don't know how to lead um like we would love to get a roadmap of success from y'all the problem is getting a roadmap to success from y'all is basically just like asking a nigga for directions that don't know where he going he gonna just lie and make some shit up like because that the, the goalpost always is gonna be moving so ladies like we we love you we just we just scared to death we're scared to death because as much as we say our superpower is just not call you at the end of the day um we really 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 do like your company um we we love the idea of being able to have sex with you we love the idea of being able to lie to ourselves about being able to have sex with you like do you know how many dates i went on when i was younger knowing god damn well there was no way I was going to ever get the skins of this one. But I had the optimism of youth on my side. And I was just like, hey, maybe I can charm my way 
to just getting a hug you know what i'm saying just you know because i'm just always one hug away L- ladies we we love you and we ask that you show us some grace because we know y'all hear all the times that niggas ain't shit and look we we agree with you because sometimes we know, we know them niggas too. Like you think we don't know them niggas? <laughs> we we absolutely know them too. And, and we just say, please don't define us by our worst moment. Like define us by like some good shit we do. Like find a silver lining in every nigga. Like be be that woman with all her shit together that's trying to find a fixer up project. Can we just be your fixer up project? Because you give us some time to fix ourselves up. Like we 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 want you to fix us. We just don't want you to change us. <laughs> Cause just like AG said, like, look, man, oh, ladies, God. ladies bring the dudes to church, man. We know them dudes, that dude in church, because his woman said, We getting up and going to church. My wife has got me to go to church because she's like, We going to church. And I'm just like, You're right. <sighs> Cause I'm in fear. I can't say no. <laughs> what am I gonna say? No. I'm trying so hard not to laugh across you. Bro, bro, do you you know how much negotiating I have to do to like really, like I practice saying no to my wife on little shit. You know, she thinks I just say no because I'm trying to shut it down. Like, no, I'm just trying to get good at it because there's going to be a big moment when I need to say no. And I got to, I got to have that built up courage to actually say it and mean it. You know what I'm saying? Because like, every guy knows we said no a lot the shit that we end up doing i mean look, i talk cash shit around my home man i ain't doing that shit i go do that shit because and them dudes understand they know i'm putting on the front ruben you know you've heard me front before you have heard me in all my glory talk cash shit about what I'm not gonna oh do, God. and you know, goddamn well when I left, you ain't even gotta ask me that I do it. When I left, you was probably like, "Yeah, that nigga went and did that shit." <laughs> <laughs> and you're right. I'm not proud of that. I'm just like Garcia, staring up on one knee, looking at the motherfucker that just hit me really hard. I gotta admit to this dude, I don't want no smoke. I'm done. <laughs> oh shit. So that's what's on my mind, man. Ladies, we're sorry. We're sorry. We love you, and just, just we thank you for just tolerating us enough. Oh, <laughs> we appreciate you always supporting us and sacrificing for us, even when that support and sacrifice may be invisible to us, because our simple male brains cannot sometimes see all the sacrifices you truly are making for us. Oh, Amen. <laughs> that sounded like the longest prayer ever. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my god. <sighs> All right. Ah. Hopefully someone gets some cuddle time tonight. Um So, is that is that it? I mean Yes, that's it. I mean, I think that's it. That's it. Okay. I got I'm just making sure, man. Just making sure. Yeah, I said amen, that was it. Brian, hey. Brian McKnight, one last cry, man. That was it. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do what you gotta do for cut of time I hear you alright so it's funny that you mentioned hugging cause what's on my mind is I watched this video and these women were talking they were just like um would you be mad if another woman gave your man a full body hug 
and the woman there was like, I wish she would get my man fooled by her. We will fight. We'll be start fighting. Whoa, player. Like, hold on. Like, I guess my thing is, it's like, I mean, I what? What's good for the goose ain't good for the gander? Because I see women who are married get the full body. Uh, like, I'm giving you all this hugging. Yet, if some woman did that to somebody's man who's married, you ready to fight. Like, be sure you ask me what I think about that when you're done. I mean, same yeah. here, same here. I mean, and I get it, but how are you gonna be mad at him because he just stood there and it's not like he hugged and grabbed her butt or something? Now, if he did that, then that's just you know, that's just stupid. Yeah, he deserves what he get on that. But I was I was shocked just to hear him be like, yeah, I wish some bitch would hug my man with all that ferocity and I was just like you use the word ferocity what what are you talking about so I don't know as a single man I mean I guess I can't get full body I can't get full double arm hugs anymore because I might get my ass knocked out AG what do you think about this man I think the women are chumps and the only one gonna get that smoke (laughs) is the man they with they ain't gonna say jack to that woman they gonna drag your ass home and gnaw your ear off about that female that you ain't had nothing to do with that's what's gonna happen See, ain't gonna be no fighting ain't nobody gonna fight allow me to unify us today because oh we God. have been very divisive <laughs> I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna unify Reverend, Reverend Mo be in the house <laughs> first of all that woman who said cause I saw that clip that woman who said I wish a woman would blah 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 she ain't gonna do shit. Exactly. What I just say. What and, I just and here, say. Here, here's the thing. What she's doing is no different than the cold cash shit I be saying <laughs> that I ain't gonna do too when I'm in front of my friends. She's in front of all of her friends. They hyping her up. She because this is the same chick that probably will walked in on her man fucking somebody else, forgave him, but that nigga can't hug nobody. Like, don't get me wrong. I have hug etiquette. I do. I, I, I have work hug etiquettes and that's why I say you got to remove your penis from the hug. That's when you turn to the side, side hug, and you baby. give the one arm. You got to take your dick that's out right. of the hug. You basically say my dick can't be nowhere involved in this hug. That's the innocent <laughs> hug. If, look, ladies, if you see your man ever walk up to some chick and gives the side hug, that that does not mean he's being guilty. That does not mean he's showing up. That means he respects you enough to be like, hey, hey, babe, you see that I take my penis out of every hug interaction. Like my hug interaction is this this midsection will never be anywhere near her. It's always facing away. No matter no matter what side you come on, I give you the left hand one. I give you the right hand one. I'm good with both. But the, the, this area is not supposed to be center with the random chick you hug it. If you see a dude hug a woman like this, they got to either be family or they got to be like tight friends. Like, you got to just know this is just a tight friend. Now, once again, I wanted to unify. So, look, I don't take no weight in what she's saying because she's just talking. She's just out there with her friends. She had a few drinks. They hyping her up. They're like, yeah, girl, don't take that shit. Look, we forgive you because, like, we do the same thing. But I am open about the shit I talk. When I come back, I'm, I'm just a dude that live here. My kids know the same. 
king runs the kingdom, queen runs the king. When I get outside this motherfucker, I'm the man. When I come back in here, I'm her man. That's it. I, I, that's the waiting system. So I'm not mad at her for talking her shit. Baby, keep talking your shit. When you out with your friends, talk talk your shit. We, you need to go out and talk shit with your friends. That's how you can survive when you got to be in home shutting the fuck up. If guys ain't out there talking shit about you, ladies, that means he don't know how to shut the fuck up when he's with you. You don't want that dude. You need your man to occasionally to go out with his boys and talk some shit. And the same is true for guys. We need our ladies to go out there and talk shit. Go out there and tell all your friends about how you do everything in this motherfucker. How I would be lost without you. Like when you found me, I was some nigga that didn't even know how to motherfucking breathe until you walked into my life. Go say all that shit to your ladies. I'm cool with that. I don't care. Come home and let's shut the fuck up with each other. I didn't even know you could do that. <laughs> I swear to God. My mind changes on this mad shit every Sunday. It's, it, look, man, we say it in all walks of life. Sometimes you just need to vent, man. I mean, Sometimes I you just it, need man. a therapist, man. And unfortunately, now people are, are posting their therapy sessions as if that's their real life. No, that is your inner dialogue. Everybody knows you've been in a situation and you, in your head. You have said some shit that never came out your mouth. Like you just like, fuck your ass up. Which would you say? No, nah, I'm cool. Just, you know, <laughs> I don't want nothing. <laughs> ain't wrong on that. <laughs> He ain't wrong on that. I mean, yeah. Healthy relationships allow you to go vent. Now, you can't say too much personal shit, but sometimes you just got to go out there and blow off some steam, man. That's all she was doing, man. I'm not mad at her for saying that. There is a hug etiquette, but, like, I don't really believe that she going to pop off on some random shit that she don't even know. That's how hoes get cut. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, you don't know that chick. <laughs> look 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 if, if she knows that i'm just saying if she knows that you and him are together and she walks up and gives him full embrace her either a they just cool b she don't give a fuck about you or three yeah see i switch it up or three she will cut your ass like don't just just some, let some shit talk about that shit when you get home but hey babe who's that wait till y'all get away wait for him to get his lie together too <laughs> oh <God. laughs> all right and on that note thank you for <laughs> another episode of five minute warning we are here every sunday from 9 p.m sunday night easter standard time hey tell a friend tell an emmy tell somebody about us you can always find us on Twitch. You can always find us on YouTube. And of course, if you cool with me, you can find me on my Facebook page. Hey, look, I mean, we we apparently we say what everybody scared to say. Or however we just say it, because you know, we don't give a fuck. So it is what it is. But thank you for joining us. Tell everybody about us. Of course, we also um if you missed the episode. We have the podcast, which is literally this episode, but you can listen to it anytime, um, wherever you get your podcast. Hey, look, you know, 
another Sunday night. Thank you again for joining us. Thank you for those online who are watching and listening to us. Thank you to Moby. Thank you to AG for another awesome show. You know, let's just run this again next week. You know how we do. Thank you. So uh, remember, peace, love, hair, grease, soul, and deuces. Email us at 5minutewarning19 at gmail.com. And also leave comments on Facebook and Twitch. Search 5-Minute Warning. Contact us on Twitter at AG underscore FMW podcast, RB5Men Warning at FMW 2019. Contact us on Instagram, Moby5Minute Warning, AG underscore 5-Minute Warning, RB5Men Warning. You can listen to the podcast at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of The 5-Minute Warning.